You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and today I'm joined by Paul Stewart. What is happening? That's right. The energy is high. Scotland is winning things. Yes. Cowboys are around the corner. Yes. European Championships. Here we come. And just to add more chaos to this show tonight and people get your Google translators and boundaries. Here comes our our fellow Mike Pollard of the blogging of the boys. What's happening, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's this now? Like the third night in a row we've been together? Pretty much so, oh. yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. But th- this is it, right? Check this out. It's We're at maximum amount of football. Cowboys football is back. And I get to speak, as I say every week on Twitter, two of my most favourite people. Oh. I was going to play the tune of Lady Gaga's bromance there. <laughs> is that? That's a remix, I'm assuming. I think okay. so. I don't know. what What is the actual song called again? I think it's Bad Romance. Bad Romance. Yeah. Well, it's probably that as well, to be honest. I was like, it's, did she like release a bromance song and I didn't even know? It might be. To, to be fair, the, 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 there's got to be a song called Bromance out there at some point by someone. So, but yeah. yeah didn't but, the- didn't Avicii do a song called Romance? That's a good shirt, Avicii. Hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. You need to give that a little Spotify look for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you you come here to find out about remixes and songs. Of course. Well, <laughs> actually, it's something remixed on Twitter, I guess. Um, what happened with your Twitter account, UK Cowboys? Ah. Uh, uh, oh, God. Want to yeah. tell the people <laughs> find you it's, guys? It's, it's, it's currently on. It's currently on pause. Okay. It's currently on pause. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way we can say. Yeah, we've <laughs> we've, right. we've currently lost access to it. That's all we'll say on that matter. But um, we do have a very very slim chance of getting it back. But we do we have created another account just to kind of keep the ball rolling, pretty much. But. Hopefully by the end of the month we might we might get it back, but it's very slim chances. Yeah. I mean, we wish you all the best. I was like, I feel like you guys post all this stuff on your personal accounts anyway. So if anyone is, you know, searching for the UK Cowboys content, yeah, they can find it with you guys. Yeah, we still got in Instagram and Facebook, you know, like like yourself, you know, kind of post everywhere, you know. That's right. Well, what was the talk of the pod this week with the game coming up? Oh, oh, it's good. Isn't it? <laughs> like I love it. I love. I love. 
like it was opening week last weekend with college and I was opening weekend this week with the NFL. It's like the best two weeks ever. It's like Christmas, but it's like, you know, you get the traditional stuff. I know people always complain, but it's almost like now when, you know, like last season, you don't get a Giants and Cowboys season, but you're kind of like, oh. I'll tell you something, I I was not expecting the the Lions to beat the Chiefs this week. <laughs> I kind of thought it might happen. And not because I like think any less of the Chiefs, because I think yeah. they're a fabulous team and organization, and I think they're going to do well this year. But I thought at the end of the year that the Lions looked feisty. And if mm. you built on that, then they could like be kind of fun this year. So what a way to kick it off, Dan Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And pick six. Brian Branch. Off he goes. Yeah. Oh, is, seeing that, has anyone seen the reaction of the the, the, uh, the Lions fan on the NFL's Instagram? Yeah, I did it, see it, that. It basically got told off by his wife. He's like, ah, "Do you really need to react like that?" Pretty much. He's like, "Sorry, I couldn't help myself." <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, an exciting time to be a uh, Lions fan. When's the last time we said that? Mm. yeah and seeing that i don't know about you but i i am loving the trend that's going on right now there's a lot of husbands and boyfriends out there right now are creating contracts for the for the partners to saying i am not available on sundays you need to sign this agreement not to bother me so (laughs) i think that's absolutely hilarious i just want everyone to know that if you do that like it's really cute and it makes for really funny videos but you're a dumbass if you think that yeah <laughs> i like agree that. i agree yeah <laughs> anyone actually takes that seriously <laughs> needs to have a yeah. good look at themselves <laughs> like, the contracts that guys will give you like oh i get to play golf every week with my buddies no you don't sorry you'll be okay though i promise <laughs> you'll be okay <laughs> well anyways we're kicking off the season with the new york giants in new york Mm -hmm. could be kind of a kind of a rainy weekend um you know it's not to foreshadow anything with the o-line or anything like that because that feels rainy to me yeah yeah typical typical and they just released, we're recording this on Friday, so they just released the last um, update of the week, I guess. Yeah, the injury have, report, yeah. Right, the injury report. And I know, I know they're going to, you know, check them again tomorrow, and that's really going to determine it, but it's looking like Tyler Smith and Donovan Wilson are doubtful. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean... Like I kind of get it with Donovan Wilson, and you can almost be like, okay, don't mind that. Like he's been doing the rehab work, and you think, okay, don't even. I like being personally, don't even put him on the plane. Leave him back in Dallas. He's there then, ready for when you play your first home game, which ironically is against another New York team next week. So just keep him there, keep him rested. Don't even put him on the plane. He'd be ready for you. He can get all his work in and he'd be ready to rock. You've got Marquise Bell, if needs be, to, t- to cover you for Wilson. So I'm all right with that one. The Tyler Smith one, though, is more 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is more fragile. Um, like you know, Tyron Smith is questionable, so that's good news that he was in practice because otherwise that'd be the complete left, which means we've got all sorts of jiggery pokery with the line for you know week one. With Smith being back, we've got to do this right. Tyron Smith being back, or what looks like he will be playing or back. Um, you can kind of be like, okay, and now you just need to know, you've got to figure out what it is they're going to do on that inside. Is it going to be Bass or is it going to be Richards. Awesome Richards? Yeah. yeah. I know me and you spoke about it, Paul, because we, we found out about the whole situation with both Smiths yesterday. But who, who? I mean, I'll ask both of you. <laughs> I'm asking you guys a question, sorry. But I, I just want to know, yeah, like, who would you guys want as left guard at the moment, then. Good question. If it's blocking the, if it's actually making way for the run game, TJ Bass. Mm. Yeah. But, but for more well roundedness, that is still far away from the far, uh, finished article. Then I would put Richards in. We go. What do you reckon, Meg? I I honestly was thinking about the same thing. So it sounds like we're on the same page there. What were you mm. were you about the same as well, Mike? Yeah, like we was having this discussion last night, and mm-hmm. you know we were all in different sort of camps on it. But I think Richards is the more ready guy right now. But I think Bass has the higher upside, and like mm-hmm. with Richards, it's almost like they haven't decided what they want to do with him. Whether they want to make him a tackle or a guard, a lot of it was like, oh, we want him to do. You know, we, we want him to be the guard, but everything about him screams tackle. So it's kind of like weird about what they want to do with him. How are you going to develop him? So that's why I think with Bass, that's why he's got the higher upside. Yeah. It, it's a, it's such a tricky one because we don't know really what these guys look like. I mean, the, the and like the thing is as well is think about the pass rush that these guys are going to face this weekend. It's, it's, it's not a bad pass rush with Kayvon Thibodeau, who's coming on from last year. He's developing nicely. Dexter Lawrence can absolutely take take it apart from the inside if they want to. So you, you've got to really get that right. And, yeah. like, you know, as, as I've said before, an offensive line is only as strong as its weakest part. Yeah. I mean, after what we were kind of mentioned yesterday, I think with them <clears> being a base 3 4 defense, I think mm-hmm. it, that does kind of work into our favour because the thing we need to be more aware of is where the linebackers are going to be, who's going to be the one that's going to be blitzing down. So mm. in terms of likes of Dexter Lawrence, I think likes of Bayadish and either Zach Martin or whoever's yeah. going to be playing at the left guard position will be pretty much double teaming him and doing mm. the, and checking the pickup if the, if the blitz is coming back in the inside. So... I'd be, if, I'd be more worried if we're being you know, more up against like a 4-3 four, four, type of defense. Yeah. So, but I think right now, like, and, and plus, again, it's game one of the season. Still, all these starters, this is going to be the first test for them. So a lot of them are going to be very, I think that it's going to be a very scrappy game mm. per se, especially within the trenches for both offensive lines and defensive lines and both sides of the ball. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned the big name, really. That's most important to keep Dexter Lawrence back. It is Tyler Biadish. He's going to be 
he really needs to be on form this weekend. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing has been promising. He's been getting better and better every season, training with Duke Miniweather uh, yeah. in the off-season. He's, he's really came to his own, uh, like, last year especially. And mm. especially, like, when you look at him when we drafted him and that, like, there was promise with him when we did draft him in the fourth round. Obviously, there was a lot of bit of question marks about him when he was playing in the 2020 season, but that season mm. that season can be safely be put away from the history books as one to forget. But in 2021, he improved, and last year he improved significantly, improved to be one of our best offensive linemen. Yeah. Because I, 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 with the offensive line, I, I think everybody's in the same boat or in the same frame of mind where the starting five for the Cowboys aren't the issue. It's the depth, and we're already here. At yeah, one. that's the thing. I've got the depth chart right here in front of me right now, and the yeah. only and we do, we've only got two. Well, sorry, three second stringers of the offensive line. That's Odoga, Richards, and Bass currently on the active roster. Because yeah. obviously we've got Josh Ball and Matt Willetsko, but they are an IR right now. So mm-hmm. we are very, very limited when it comes to numbers right now. Yeah, I knew this was going to be a problem, but I didn't mm. think we're going to have to deal with this like the first week. <laughs> so Yeah, week one, yeah. One. Um, yeah, I think everyone's just like, let's not have a 50 shades of like Chaz Green. <laughs> oh, that yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a name I would like to forget. Yeah. yeah. I think he aged every Dallas Cowboy fan by about five years. Yeah, you can tell by yeah. me and Mike's hairlines, that's for sure. Yeah, I think Dak would agree that he aged Dak by like several years as well. That game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, easily. Man saw a lot of turf. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. In particularly in one game, yeah, six times, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Good God, was that the Atlanta game by any chance? Yeah, mm. yeah, I remember that one very well. <laughs> it was a tough watch. Yeah, tough memory. Um, but mm. so it sounds like we'll get more clarity on that come Saturday. Um, they were saying though, Tyron Smith is, um likely not i don't want to say likely that's not the term but he is questionable more to be there on um sunday yeah yeah he's listed as questionable but he's more likely to be the one that shows up on sunday see this yeah kind of, so this kind of goes back to what me and mike and all the rest of the uk cows particularly our good friend graham wilson is how much of tyron smith are we going to get in a season this year well you know it's not going to be 17 games. Yep. This is true. Um, you probably not gonna be I would say maybe count on I'll go with eleven. Yeah, I was I was thinking a dozen. I was going straight dozen. I was I was gonna say at best, at the very best we're gonna get the time it's about fourteen, but at the very minimum ten. Yeah. But what about this? What right? I know because I don't wanna and the Tyron Smith talk on a dampener. Yeah. What if, what if, right, this is just his first um, his first roadblock for the week, or for the season, I should say, and he goes off and plays 17 games this season. 
I would love nothing more for to eat more humble pie in that regard. Yeah. Like, what I, if? I'm of the belief, like, that would be amazing. I'm more like, how many can we get him to play in this season? But, like, how many can we get him to play postseason? I'm more like, interested yes. in that. Because, like, if I can pull him, if we're, like, we have a clear path or something like that, and I get the, the opportunity to do that, all day. I care yeah. more about those extra games. Mm, yeah. I, I mean, like, the thing is, is, you know, like, Tyron Smith, I, I still believe it, that he is still one of the best left tackles in the NFL. Like, you, oh, there's yeah. no way if he was available on the market, all 31 other teams wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm interested. They definitely would. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't take long either. No. No. Hmm. Well, I just my my two cents on Tyron Smith. <laughs> your two cents are correct, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we all agree. That's why I come here. Sensible talk. You know what I really what's what I need to know from you. I know we saw that there's an AI Jerry. <laughs> um, Wait, if you could ask AI Jerry one thing, what would you ask him? First of all, I'd ask him to give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, that that you kind of beat me. I was gonna say if I asked the AI Jerry, it would be what is your um, what is your bank account details, please. <laughs> can I come on the yacht? Yeah, yeah. Can I borrow your helicopter? You imagine oh. how much Jerry would actually charge people. It's like, yeah, I'd get the chance to ride with Jerry to the star or to Oh, on the people. helicopter? Yeah. Like, charge a fortune for that. Jerry's tours. Yeah, Jerry's tours. There we go. <laughs> that's, that's another idea we're giving to the Jones family. We're, we're giving them the idea of the world. It's a free idea, Jerry. Yeah. We told Stephen Jones way back in the t- 2021 <laughs> NFL draft about the world's team idea. And yeah. he's like, oh, I like that. Mm. He's like, we should make merchandise out of that. I was like, we should make, t- he said, make t-shirts, he said. And we'll I, was like, I, I was like, excuse me, but we want equity. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, let me be involved, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, only, even if it's just 1%, 1% yeah. of a billion is still a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It could go far. I can think of a lot of things to do with 1% of a billion. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I asked that just because, you know, Jerry is so good at giving us non-answers. Yeah. Um, which he was doing on the fan the other day um, regarding <laughs> Dak Prescott's contract extension. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you think that we're going to see that get done before the end of 2023? Or do you think that is a future Jerry problem? <sighs> as he seems to claim it as of. No, but, uh, I, I, like, go on, go on, Paul. I would just say this, the sooner the better. Yeah. Just think if he had done it before the Joe Burrow deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then you let that come out and no one's talking about your bag anymore. Mm. And you know, I I disagree with his comment. He's like, it's such a weird comment. He's like, 
if we need to pay Dak, uh, we need to get rid of four players. And you're like, well, no, you, you, they're under contract. What are you on about? Who are you getting rid of in the hope? Like, the only person I can think of that you could cut to save some money would be Jordan Lewis. And they're, they're still not going to get you like 250 million. But does he even have to do that to extend Dak? No. Honestly, no, I think that's why I was like, where is this coming from? It's a very weird comment. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I do actually have a question for the AI, Jerry. When, okay. the, he- when the hell is Jimmy Johnson going into the Ring of Honor? Uh, oh, maybe AI Jerry will be the one that inducts him into the Ring of Honor. Uh, <laughs> makes the announcement. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do it myself because I'm so petty, so I'm going to have my yeah. artificial intelligence self do it. <laughs> I truly believe that the Jimmy Johnson thing, I know we're going off track, but I'm no, going to go say, I, I think the whole Jimmy Johnson not get, getting into the Ring of Honor is it, it's the same as the curse of the Bambino. Until <laughs> until he puts him in, that, that curse is never going away. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, and you know, you would think that he is superstitious enough. Yeah. That he would figure that out. But no. But no. Yeah. Here we are, Still. at Jimmy in the Ring of Honor. Mm. Did you see that um, Michael Irvin and uh, Emmett Smith were on a plane? Yeah, together? I did. <laughs> it, it was it's a very cool. It photo. was. It was like it's like watching Step Brothers again, just like it's like, <laughs> it's like it's like best friends on the flight together. It's like yeah, let's go. <laughs> I would. It'd be so entertaining just to like watch them hang out for a day. Oh man, I would just love to like if if there was like a dinner table if you were to pick certain people in the world, Michael Irvin would be one of them. In yeah, that of table because he's so animated. So well, he kept it to just Cowboys players. Oh, just Cowboys players for a dinner table. Oh. So, five. Right. So if I was to pick five, so it's a table of six, including myself. So I would pick Michael Irvin, Troy mm-hmm. and Emmett. So that's my three. I want I want the triple. <laughs> All right. I, I would want Randy White in there. Okay. Because I want to know what it was like back in his time to play in that position. And obviously, I would like to have Dak Prescott there. All right. Hmm. Good vibes. Interesting. What about you? I like Mike? it. But I was going to ask you who were your five first, Meg? I was trying to punt to give myself more time. Um, <laughs> I would definitely have Michael Irvin, obviously. Mm. Um, mm. Emmett. Dez would be so fun. Oh, that's Dez a good one. Be a good one, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to, like, now I'm just trying to get some characters in there. Um, if Kelsey was here, she would say Kyle Orton, but I won't be doing that. Um... Larry Allen would be a good show. Okay. Yeah. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Nate Newton? Um, yeah, Nate Newton, definitely. Oh, Charles Nate, Haley. That, that would be Yeah, there we go. You just, you just picked two of mine. Nate Newton and <laughs> Charles Haley are two. One, one of them I would have, right? Uh, so I, Emmett Smith is one of mine. But one I would have, purely because of the longevity, he's going to have so many stories, would be LP. Okay. Only he's because he's just on the wall oh. for a long time. Yeah, he, a, a, a he, long, he long so long. Yeah, yeah, because he's been for like, yeah, you'd have so you could just ask him for a whole range of different years, like who was this guy, like, what was that guy, what was this he were like, and because he, he was through it all, he could be like, oh. yeah. give me so, the tea. Yeah, you know, you could oh, get wait, so much. You guys out. don't know what that phrase means. I forgot. <laughs> Here, here's here's need a, a gossip. <laughs> Here's a good one. Here's a good one to follow up with the dinner table. What player would you not want to get crashed at dinner party? Charles Haley. <laughs> Who would I not want to what? Get crash, like to crash the dinner. Okay. Yeah. Like wedding crashes. Um, Cole Beasley would be a wet blanket. <laughs> I knew it. Uh... <laughs> You'd be yeah, like, let me uh... tell you about this time in Buffalo. No one cares, bro. No one cares. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. sound a little bit controversial here, but I'm gonna say Dion Sandals. No, yeah, making like, it all about him. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I'm Coach Prime. I'm doing this for Colorado. Don't get me wrong; he's done a great job so far. But hey, you know what? It's one week. Oh, okay? I know, I know. I've got one for you. I got one for you. Right, oh. this is the ultimate one, Randy Gregory. Oh, I want him to crash. <laughs> I'd be down. I'd be like, let's let's talk about what really happened, Randy. Yeah, yeah. I think I, David, I, I think David Durbin would have been more controversial, to be honest. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, like, yeah. But speaking about defensive linemen, all right. All right. Looking into this game, right? <laughs> He's like, let me steer us back on. Yeah, let's I'm get so, back I'm, again. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, but we do need to talk about this game. But <laughs> yeah. If, if I was to ask you one, and Mike, I already asked you this question yesterday, so but this is yeah. more, more or less for you, Meg. What mm. is the difference between this defensive line this year compared to mm. this defensive line last year at the start of the season? Cowboys, we're talking about. I feel like they have an identity more so this time. Mm-hmm. I'll give you two. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you two names. Oh, two, oh, you were talking about. I thought you were just being like overarching ideals. Well, that, 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 that as well. But yeah. 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 Jonathan Hankins and Mazzy Smith. Yeah, big boys. But, yeah, we've got the two big boys at the big one tip. Yep, at the one tip position. At the start of last year, we had the limited capability of stopping the run. Now we've got the, the big guys, they're in there now with Osa Digizua 
and Micah Parsons at the Marcus Lawrence to fit into that fold at the start of the season. We saw the major impact with Hankins coming in last year and instantly being a hit within that Dallas defensive line. Now we've got our rookie, Mazzy Smith, in play as well. This, I think, is going to have the potential to be one of the best defensive lines we could ever have. I think this mm-hmm. team is one of the best teams we've ever had on paper. Yeah. In, uh, in a long time. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I'm agree, not talking yeah, about totally. the 90s. Don't even mention that to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. In recent memory, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd argue since like... Our generation. Our generation then. Yeah. Yeah. Since the millennium. There we go. Let's go from there. There you go. <laughs> 23 yeah. years. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, think- I, I definitely agree. 100%. Go for it, Mike. Tell the I, people. The, the, I mean, like, it's the way everything has developed. Like, like, put it this way. Name me a better wide receiver core this team has had. So, top to bottom, I'm talking. So, from one to five. That's a good question. It is. It's hard to predict because, all right, they've had... CD Lamb, they've had Amari Cooper, they've had Des Bryant, they've had Michael Irvin. And I know Irvin, you know, even then they've had uh, a collection of guys, but there's never been a top one to five that have been so solid. I would argue that with one of the Bengals wide receiver cores like five, six, five, six years ago with like so AJ Green and uh, the other guy, John Ross, and stuff like that, I thought you were looking at based on record. That looked like a good mm. that did look like a good wide receiving core, but they never really fit, met the expectation. But I think with yeah, the guys never that materialized. We, yeah, yeah, the guys we, we do have are proven wide receivers. Um, obviously with the exception of like Tolbert yet, yeah, Turpin and Brooks, but our mm-hmm. top three guys, Lamb, Cooks, and Gallup, all three of those guys are proven. They are game changers in every every way of shape or form when they're on the field. And yeah. and I think the most exciting part, I think, is Brandon Cooks. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna be like and we did our we fantasy lounge thing, like oh, based on like how many fantasy receivers, points, yeah, based yeah, on receivers yeah. and fantasy points and stuff like that. I think Cooks is actually gonna outscore like so CD Lamb in this game because of what got the potential. Of, what type of threat Crooks can bring to the table, and especially again up against this Giants defense. Well, especially when you think he's that you know Adoree Jackson, and they're going to have probably McKinney, Shaden, CD Lamb because last year he, he Lamb picked the Giants apart in both games. Yeah, um, I think he combined for nearly 150 yards in both games. Um, so they're going to want to try and shut him down. So that means. If you're doing that, the other guy on the other side is on his own. The other guy on the other side is a rookie cornerback, Deontay Banks, who's lacking instinct, um, just needs some game experience. He's going to be up against Brandon Cooks, who's done it all, seen it all, got the experience, and, um, and not to he's mention, got the speed. Not to mention, mate, the most consistent yeah. wide receiver in the past yeah. past 10 years. What I think he's only had like one, maybe two seasons under a thousand yards potentially i think any other season he's actually went over a thousand yards i know his rookie season he didn't <laughs> yeah but 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 either way he's been so consistent 
not yeah. to, like with multiple teams, New England, there you go. New Orleans, Houston, mm-hmm. um, LA. So um, so but also we need to and not many people are talking about this as well. Michael Gallup is actually back as well. Like yeah. Because we brought him back way too early last year, I feel, but we had to because of the numbers on wide receiver were just falling like flies. Michael Gallup's now had a full season, a full off season, getting back to up to speed, like getting his strength back up, building up his speed, and he's raring to go. So all three of our uh, top three wide receivers are basically oven ready, ready to cook off those giants. Mm-hmm. And I think you might even see because they've had chance because they didn't get chance last year during the install period of everything with training camp as well. They never got chance to experiment with Turpin, and they have this year. They and you've seen it, and it, you you see in playing from the slot, playing from the uh, the running back position, and even playing out wide. So I think he's gonna because there isn't any tape on what he can do. There's your like little surprise, you know. There's always a surprise every. I think he's going to be the surprise. I think I think Tolbert's going to be the biggest surprise them of all because obviously Tolbert is yeah because the work he is put and and Meg we've covered Tolbert way back in the off season of how much of a difference in physical shape he was in his rookie year compared to now. It's astronomical in terms of his physic his physique his build. It's it's a off season program video footage. He looks sharp. He looks quick, and and it's and it's clearly shown that during training camp, he's been one of the talk of the talks for a whole training camp. Mm-hmm. Like as if like this is the player that we were supposed to draft in the third round. Like we didn't even get to see. We didn't even see that last year. So mm-hmm. I think Tolbert is going to go out there and actually show. This is why I was drafted in that third round. This is what I can do here. So I, I'm very excited to see what Tober can bring to the table. Yeah. I mean, like, coming from the school he came from, you know, you can kind of, like, understand why he's taking him this long to get up to speed. That obviously he, he's got the athleticism and the skills. It's just that he was doing it in a – in just such a low-down division – or standard of football. So you're just going to give him time to come up. Yeah, and not to throw any shade with our former OC, but he could have, the the play calling, the playbook could have been a little bit overcomplicated. Like, In part, yeah. Yeah, it may have not suited Tolbert's ability, whereas with Mike McCarthy now, um, he's playing it more complimentary, with this, especially with the West Coast offense. Mm. But, and maybe perhaps as well, that you know, when you think about how things were going in um the wide res- you know, because you mentioned that about the wide receiver call last year and the had to bring Gallup so early, you just wonder if there was like a little sense of panic going in. So mm. they didn't spend as much time as they should have um developing Turpin. They were just kind of bouncing around trying to do other stuff. Yeah, because he was originally brought in just to be that special teams guy. Yeah, and all of a sudden, then he was just thrust into this crazy, like, we need you to be the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they didn't really shore up the rest of that wide receiver core. No. Nah. That's something that we don't have to worry about this time. 
No, when you think like Dennis Houston, we were all raving about him, and look at where he is. He's on a practice squad now. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Look at us now. 2023, folks. 2023, Definitely. it's a whole nother year. <laughs> Super Bowl. <But>, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But talking about other pass catchers, you've got Jake Ferguson, and I know you're a big fan of him, Matt. Do you think he's going to have a big day today? Ferguson shot, I should say. He is, um, I think he's going to have the first touchdown for the Cowboys. Hmm. I like it. Red zone. I, what... I think he's going to be our big red zone fit for it for sure. Oh yeah, and he's like he's young, he's ready, um, and I think that him and Dak have a good connection. So I think yeah, that's important. And we know he loves him some tight ends. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's very quick, and you think this West Coast offense, you you, you need to be quick on three reads, and that's one yeah. thing Dak is. He can get through his progressions and go through his reads very quickly. And, you know, because you're seeing that against, you know, I know it sounds weird to say the Raiders. <laughs> I know he didn't play, but you're seeing the the play calling, the decision making that was being put onto the field. He's doing that, though, um, in real time, in speed time. So he's able to adjust and do it quickly. And that's what you were seeing. And that's what I think that really magnified what you were seeing. Uh, for what Dak can do on the field. And like you say, he loves his tight ends because he will. He'll just very quickly go for his reads. Oh, there he is. And that's what, one of my arguments with Dalton Schultz. I believe Dalton Schultz was more of a product of Dak than Schultz's production was because he was so good. Yeah, I think, I mean, half the deal with like being, making a difference on a team is like the connection that you have. And like, mm. he obviously nurtures those connections that he has with his targets. Um, and I don't know. I think like he, he knows he can rely on them because otherwise he wouldn't like look over that direction. He'd pick somebody else. He's got a lot of connections, but he knows that he can um, trust those guys and they were under Dalton too. So they know how this works. Mm. I'm I'm very curious to see how Luke Shoemaker actually fits into this fold. Yeah, it'll take him a while. Yeah. People are gonna complain. People are gonna complain because they'll be like, "Oh, have we wasted another second round pick?" And it's like, give him a chance. Yeah. Like, even Dalton Schultz wasn't Dalton Schultz until like his third or second year. You know, tight ends just take time to come to fruition. They've got a lot on their plate. They've got a lot to get through, not figure out. It was the same. I, with, I, it was the same with Jason Witten in his rookie year. Same, same, yeah. Yeah, and like Dalton was under Blake Jarwin, so yeah. there was that to contend with. And like, and, was... and Blake Jarwin was under Jason Witten. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I miss Jarwin. I know yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a shame what happens. Like that injury mm. really affected them. Never come back from that, will you? No. Oh. It's a shame. But yeah. he's living large in Oklahoma, so I think he's doing okay. Well, that's the main thing. We do miss him, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah that, that's you... Shout out to the Blakes. To the Blakes. To the Blakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I made my first call for first touchdown. 
let's 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 get weird like who do you think is gonna do it i'm gonna call on the defense yeah. Nah, damn it! You beat me to it. Is it a big boy <laughs> touchdown or is it a like who's who's got it? So it's either going to be a mm. pick pick six, and I'm not I'm not going to say Trevon Diggs. It's going to be someone other than Trevon Diggs. Is either going to be that, or it's going to be a Micah Parsons fumble recovery to the yeah, back to the end zone? Oh, that mm, that'll make someone's day right there. Mm. Mm. Can you imagine the celebration whenever he gets to do that? Oh God, it would just be a pandemonium. <laughs> but what about what about this then? All right, you're saying pick six and not Trayvon. Like, what if the pick six come from Malik Hooker? Who knows? Okay. It, could, it, it could be an uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Remember that happened with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defensive linemen have actually defensive linemen have had pick sixes before. Scuffling down the down yeah. the field as quickly as he could. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, like, I, I was thinking, like, yeah, what, if, what if, and you know, sticking to Tank, I was thinking, what if he's gonna go in, and like, you know, it's kind of getting a bit swirly, and there's a couple of field goals, and then all of a sudden there's this fumble, and Demarcus Lawrence is running into the corner. That's what I'm thinking. That's, I don't know, man. Like, if there's one, now you mentioned Demarcus Lawrence, the one thing I love about this upcoming game. Demarcus Lawrence has always performed against the Giants, pretty much. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, it's his his favorite. It's his favorite. Yeah. It's his favorite game for the Cowboys. Like he seems to be so pumped up every time he plays the Giants. So mm. that, oh man, I'm just I'm just so freaking excited for this game on Sunday. <laughs> I do I know like. But for me and Mike especially, it's going to be one twenty a.m. in the morning to watch this game. When, Golly. But still, we're gonna stay up. We're gonna have mm-hmm. plenty of coffee. We're gonna I'm gonna scream like hell and give my neighbor a heart attack, that's for sure. But hell is the cowboys. <laughs> that's just what this season's all about, baby. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you got have you got the Arn sleeping with you, uh Paul? Is he staying there with you? Yeah, what, for the first game. Oh yeah, he'll be a, he'll Arno will be in his bed. Ah oh, right, okay, he's there. But uh, but but folks, give me your score predictions for this game. I'm curious to know. Mm. I I'm still I'm still sticking to mine. I'm sticking to my original from last night. Thirty one. I either said 17 or 14. I'm gonna stick uh, with 14. Uh, no, you said 17 last night. Did I? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gano Gano is gonna get a field goal in there. So let's go, let's go 31 17. Yeah, uh, and I'm still sticking to my original, which was 31 20 Cowboys. Hmm. All right. I'm going 27 23. Ooh. Ooh. Obviously. Oh. I can't. I try to remember what Jamie's was. I think Jamie's was seventeen fourteen. So basically, what he's trying to say is the yeah. game, the game winner is going to be based on Brandon Aubrey. Imagine that. Imagine that. He's gonna have to kick some um, PATs and some field goals. Well, maybe not field goals, but he's gonna have to kick. So yep. he might as. <laughs> he's gonna well, have. To... Yeah, uh, I mean, like. Look- I I wrote about the the Cowboy special team 
uh, on Blogging the Boys, which has come out today. And one of the things I put on it is because of the question marks and the unknowns with Brandon Aubrey, do we think, you know, like, say, usually in the past, especially with Maha, who could, you know, be a sniper on those long-distance kicks... In the, regular, think, like, yeah, in the regular season, he was <laughs> he was elite, but postseason, he was a completely different kicker. Yeah, but like, let's say the Cowboys are in like a the range of like a a fifty two yard field goal, and because like you've got these question marks, do you think there's gonna be, we're gonna see a bit more fourth down attempts and the offense on a bit more? Not in this game, and I'll tell you why. Because at MetLife Stadium. I don't think anything beyond 50 yards, I think we're going to punt it, I think. Mm. Because remember with uh, last year, they were doing the practice kicks between the 55 and 59 and stuff like that. I don't think Aubrey's got a much more stronger lead than what Mahar did, but I think yeah. just, to, just to play it safe and get the points on the board and stuff like that and just force the Giants back into their into the uh, the end zone so i think if it's anything beyond 50 yards just play it safe and kick okay it. yeah okay but well, well let's bring it down then 40 yards are you feeling confident absolutely in brandon aubrey or would you feel more confident in dak going back on the field i'll be comfortable with giving Aubrey the chance absolutely okay okay give him the benefit of the doubt sort of thing yeah yeah i mean we, we can't really criticize him right now because mm -hmm. it's, it's his first ever season in the NFL he has been one of the most successful kickers in the XFL mm -hmm. we know he can kick any ball of all shapes and sizes because he was a former soccer player for the MLS so yeah. um, and, in, and in Notre Dame and in Notre Dame as well yeah so mm -hmm. I have every confidence that Aubrey can become a success it's just really down to him of how he handles the pressure that's it yeah, that, that's what it is, yeah. And I mean, I think me and you spoke about this before, that it's it's one of the things that are, it, it's in me it's not measurable because it's a psychological game. It's can you handle the pressure? Can mm -hmm. you do it when it matters most? And there's no way to tell or to put, like, you know, you could be in practice and be like, oh, right, we'll we ice, we ice him in practice. It's still not the same. Mm. What do you think, Meg? <clears throat> I think that they're going to be really cautious with him. Mm. Uh, well, if you're adding in, if if it actually does rain and do all the things on Sunday, um, why risk him like having a bad time out there and then like having to battle that later? You know? True. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's why I'm saying playing it safe. Yeah, I think they'll play it safe with him. I wouldn't mind if you stick Dak back out there sometimes. That could be That's fun. what I mean. Yeah. It depends on how the momentum's going, depends on how, I think how Yeah, I think if, if we're sticking Dak back out there, then it would be based on situations. If it's like fourth and, and she's fourth and one, and if it's if it's in our end zone, our side, our side of the half, then no. If it's in, their, in the Giants' side of the half, then yeah, go for it. And we know Mike McCarthy has a tendency to still go for things from time to time, so it wouldn't surprise me if he if that was the case. Texas mm. Coast, baby, you never know. Texas <laughs> Coast, your head on a swivel. Love it. 
<laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else we're missing? Like for this game, I feel like we expect the Cowboys to win. Um, yeah. We gave some first touchdown potentials. Do you have a, yes. like, is there, um, do you want to make it like a surprising play call? I was just about to suggest that actually. I right. think, yeah. so I have got Jonathan Hankins to actually get the first sack. Ooh. Okay. Boy. Yeah. Like big boy sacks. <laughs> yeah. I got one. I got one. I got one. That we missed too. What about, because we did say about Turpin, but what about a punt return for a touchdown? The one we've been waiting for for yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that would be that would be pretty sweet to get the season started for sure first play of the game yeah <laughs> on the kickoff yeah first possession of the game for the Cowboys <laughs> this uh, is what we were predicting every single week last year yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and every time we predicted it it never happened oh yeah. god that poor man yeah and yours Meg and yours come on. Deuce Vaughn, touchdown. Oh, there it is. People's choice. For the plot. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. Deuce. You're going to get plenty of that, I think, now. We? Deuce is getting loose. Yeah. The Deuce what train is coming. I really need to get some sound bites to play some, like, every time we mention Deuce Vaughn, I'm going to get, like, an actual train horn playing or something Jeez. like that. Mm. There's nothing I would like more than some sound effects. Yeah, I need to start investing in some stuff like that. Oh, we um, we do have a different soundboard. It's whether yeah. you can get it to plug in on this. So no, no, nothing like that, mate. I, I would need to get an actual individual one. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. Is anything right. else? Anything else did, Mike, did you give yours? Uh, I said Turpin. Turpin for oh, Turpin. a punt return touchdown, yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's like the hot the hot the hot take. Hot take and surprise, hot take. I think we all we all want it. So someone had to say it. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and don't, and, and don't forget, folks, you can leave your uh, wild predictions and once the once the podcast is available, comment through Twitter, comment through Facebook and Instagram as well, whatever. Just give us what you think is going to be the wild take from this game. Just so you know, every now and then, uh, I like just I love to wind up NFL UK, and like they've signed me again because they said, "What was your Super Bowl predictions for this week?" And I put, uh, "No one's going to win it." Yeah, they were like, "What's your Super Bowl predictions?" And I put, "No one will win it. It'd be a draw." And now I can't comment on their page at the moment. <laughs> you did that on purpose. I did. <laughs> it's right. I did they, 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 they'll let me back in in a week. They'll be like, we uh, missed that crazy guy. Yeah. yeah. If, if anything from Mike, if if he was to have a nickname, it'd be Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let Yo, me see we... what'll happen if I kick this hornet's nest. Yeah, it's just fun. I just like to wind them up every now and then. Should start playing that tune like Anarchy in the UK. Yeah, yeah. And we all know that your nickname is Iron Brew. 
So that's nice. No, it's not. <laughs> there we go. And Meg's actually showing off the merchandise. Sorry, ah. folks. sorry, folks. This is not a video podcast, but but uh, yes, I, I, I have delivered the Scottish goods way over to Texas for my <laughs> my counterpart over here, and she yes, needs it. I needed it today. Well, I'm not a fan of it. I've got to say, I know that's shocking. Right, just not okay. a fan of it. Okay, mate, you're now officially out of my life for that comment. <laughs> I thought I was out of your life for calling you a Ranger fan. Oh, that's actually worse. Do not ever call me a Rangers fan. <laughs> See, Meg, I know all the buttons to push. I mean, that's kind of easy. <laughs> just, just, yeah. just to clarify, I'm not talking about the Texas Rangers. I'm talking about, no, no. I'm talking about Glasgow Rangers here if in Scotland. If they've listened to any podcast of this one before, then they know this: the Celtic yeah. and the Rangers. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, answer. honestly, the Texas Rangers would trigger a lot of people right now, too, so. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> Not doing too hot. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, is there anything else you want to sound off on before uh, the game on Sunday night? I think we're good, I think. Hmm. Yeah. I love it. I learned a lot today. <laughs> this is what I love about football. You learn something new every day. Every day. All right, Mike, where can everyone follow you and listen to all your shenanigans? <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Kenfig Cowboy, both with a K, K, Kenfig Cowboy, <laughs> trying to be clever, or on Blogging the Boys. Beautiful. And Paul? Yeah, guys, you can you can follow me at I am P Stew on Instagram and Twitter. Heck yeah. I'm at Meg Murray with four R's on instagram and twitter come chat with us mm. make sure you check out bloggingtheboys.com to get mike pullen's takes on everything and how many days we have left till things and all the good stuff it's the yeah. final countdown <laughs> i had to throw that in there sorry <laughs> <laughs> also make sure that you subscribe to blogging boys wherever you listen to podcasts rate review subscribe do all the things tell Paul, that he is beautiful and that you love Scotland and you're so excited for them. Ah, yes, sir. I can be. Don't forget to tell Mike that he's also beautiful and that um, you like the Cowboys like he likes the Cowboys. I don't <laughs> We're not going to talk about your other allegiances, so. Uh, I know I did troll you in the week. You did, and I ignored it. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed. I noticed both you and Dave gave me a swift side step on that one. We texted each other and we were like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was giggling to myself. Not today. <laughs> All righty. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Hopefully we will be happy and ready to kick some Aaron Rodgers booty. Yeah. Until yeah. then, Dallas forever, Philly for never. Hell yeah. Go Cowboys. That's right. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. 
you can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.